I've got to pee. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you drink a, a giant glass of water, a coffee. I'm amazed you don't have to poo. You drink a coffee and some Pepsi Max. <laughs> I only poo once a day. Poo once a day. Mm. Uh, you sometimes do too. You after a run. After yeah. a run. Yeah, get another one out. Yeah, in the morning. Mm. Mm. You put work? Uh, I'm a big believer in that. No, a if I can get paid to poo, I'm pretty yeah. happy. Yeah. Not often. Yeah. You know, but... Uh, yeah, this is going to go good at the end, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Maybe I'll be different put it at the start. <laughs> It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am Turchin. With me in studio is my co-host and the CEO. It's the man who I'd recommend to be the spokesperson for Light and Easy. It's Kieran. How are you doing, buddy? I am. I have been on a journey these last <laughs> seven days. Let me tell you oh. what a journey it's been. Well, what about? I was going to start with the rant like we usually do, but let's talk about this because last episode, which it should be up by now, I guarantee it's up by now. We talked about doing a weight loss challenge where uh, we're trying. And, and I'm an idiot for going into these challenges, right? Because. This is the best, I think this is the smartest challenge we've both done because yeah. at the end of the day, even technically if we lose and we lose weight, we're still winners. That's Well, yes, that's right. It's, so it's, I think, it, you know, there's no real losers in this challenge, but there'll be someone who definitely loses more weight I who challenge will be the winner. You, <laughs> just say something that I can win Yeah, because you said you don't like running or something like that. I challenge you to a half marathon in 150 days. Okay. You're on. All right, shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I might not win, but I'd rather lose and say I tried. As long as I beat you, I'm happy. That's fine. All right. Now, that sounds good to me. So, the weight loss challenge has gone really well. So, you've been doing the light and easy. I've been doing the light you've and gone easy. gone that way. And, and you, you've been doing no carbs. Well, I've ba- well, what I realized was I was eating a lot of carbs. And yep. I thought to myself, hey, uh, like, can I? how many carbs can I cut out of each meal? And I added it all up of how much I used to eat. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, there was you know, quite a bit here, you know. Like, uh, it was more like the snacky sort of foods, like, you know, like I have uh, some chips or, you know, with dinner we might some have Some like, salami. Well, you know, less like bread yeah. and, and rice and stuff yeah. with that with dinner. And then lunches and stuff like that. So I thought, oh, okay, well, let me just cut out all carbs. Let's see what we can do. Ended up finding out, basically cutting out carbohydrates is the keto diet. Mm-hmm. So technically I've just been on the keto diet. Right. For about, you know, two-ish weeks now, whenever we sort of said that uh, we're doing the challenge from. Yeah. And uh, it's been really good because I've been able to cut out all carbohydrates. I think I've really had any. That's impressive. Um, you know, like today I didn't have any at all. I had uh, for breakfast just vegetables. Then I had a tuna salad for lunch with no carbs. And then for dinner, I had a stir fry. Without noodles. Okay, and if we've still got any listeners, <laughs> <laughs> are- but it's been actually really good, and I've felt and I've been running every day. <laughs> oh, good for you! So we've been doing very well. So I'm very proud of us. Well, I was, I was a, okay. So I was a bit shocked. So we said we'd do this challenge 
And then I was like, right, I'm going to order light and easy. But it took four or five days yeah. for it to turn up. Yep. So I didn't start the diet. Right. I binged. <laughs> so right. you were heavier when you started, which is good. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, it's body weight percentage. If you're really heavy and then you lose like 10 kilos, mm. it's, you know, it's a it's better body weight percentage. It's yeah. fine. So anyway, it's been a week. It's yeah. been, today is day eight. Right. Of the light and easy diet. Yeah. And I can proudly say that I have lost 2.8 kilos. That's amazing. But I didn't have a shit when I weighed myself, so it could be <laughs> a little bit more. I, I have not weighed myself uh, this week. I do it on Fridays. Yep. Um, so last time I weighed myself... Oh, and that's what I was worried, because you you told me, because you, yeah. you started straight away, and then you go, I've got bad news, yeah. and you've lost... Well, I was you when have... I when the initial weighing that I did was eighty six point eight. Yep, eighty six point seven. Sorry, eighty six point seven. Uh, and then the like, next time I weighed myself, uh, I said, "Oh, I'm going to weigh myself to Jess," and, I, and she's like, "Oh yeah." So I weighed myself, and and then now weighing uh, yourself naked in the morning. No, this was like Friday after work. Oh, oh, so you've you've eaten and you got liquids in your yeah, system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. I was like full on, and then um. And then Jess goes, you're taking a long time in the bathroom to, to weigh yourself. What's going on? So, okay, can you come here and, like, check that I'm doing... You know when you yeah. check... You were... So I step on the scale again and I was 81.8 kilos. I lost 4.9 kilos in about a week Yeah, doing the keto stuff. So I haven't weighed myself since then. Yeah. But I am keeping track of it on, like, because I've got the Fitbit and stuff like that, keeping track of it on the Fitbit app and stuff like that. So I've got a log... Of all the exercise I've been doing. But I've been really trying. I like... At work, like, there's some flights of stairs. Instead of going up the escalator, I've been going up, like, three flights of stairs. Oh, that's great. Yeah, just little things like that. So, I'm very proud of us for this weight loss. That's that's fantastic. Weight loss challenge. It's been really well, good. Well, I went on a journey. I started on the Thursday. You were really struggling on the weekend. <laughs> just... Can we... Friday. Can we start there? Okay, well, Thursday... I started on the Thursday... And my boss had been away for the week, right? She'd been doing other things. And it's Thursday and I'm, it's three o'clock and I'm outside and I'm talking to someone else who I know who's been on light and easy for a few weeks. Yeah. And I'm, I'm speaking, to, I'm speaking to this person and I go, I'm in, I'm in a crisis. And it's like, why are you in a crisis, Kieran? I'm like, I've eaten all my food. It's three <laughs> o'clock. The only meal I've got left is dinner. I think I'm having an anxiety attack. I think I now know what it's like to have anxiety. Oh, there you go. All that study and suddenly you actually know from one experience of not having enough food. <laughs> what anxiety is like. My God, it's terrible. If anyone's experienced it, I sympathize with you now. Excellent. Right? That's good though. Yeah. So anyway, my boss heard me and yeah. she's like, she's like, oh shit. Like, watch out. Uh, Friday comes around. Yeah. And um, I stick to it. But, you know, I went to bed hungry Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. Friday morning wakes up excited and I'm like, I'm going to space my meals out a bit more. And I did that and it wasn't three o'clock and I still had food left over. So I was like fucking kicking goals. <laughs> right. Saturday comes around and, you know, I'm like, I still went to bed hungry Friday night, but, you know. Better. Better. Saturday comes around. And you I, were in the slump. It fucking you hit. You know, we it, met up for it drinks. It hit and me. Because you're, you're doing no alcohol. I'm doing no alcohol Whereas as well. Whereas I'm not, because 
on the keto diet, um, whiskey, yeah, neat, like yeah, know, and and vodka are both keto, like mm. no no carbohydrates. So I can have those. So I've been so I had a few drinks like that. But when we did see you at our friend's house, you were in a pretty. I don't know how I looked. You were in pretty. You looked depressed. <laughs> it I was know. really scary. I was so fucking irritable. I, I, I don't know how to describe it right. I was there and I was committed to the goal. You and, did it. And I don't think... I, even you guys were waving, not you, but chips in front of me <laughs> and this unhealthy food. Oh, well, food. the chips were in front of me, but I can't have them either. So I yeah. was in the same boat as you. Right. I was sitting there and I could feel my stomach like eating itself yeah. sitting there, right? Um, but I was just like... I, I knew it was for... I knew it's for a greater purpose. Mm. And it, I was so irritable, but I was just like, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Nah, nah. And you could wave, you could wave. Like the next, the next day, Sunday, I was still fucking, I was, I yeah. was moody. I, I'm, I'm not a moody person, but <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Yeah. God, if you're a moody person, my God, I, I sympathize with you. <laughs> um, and my sister had McDonald's and she was eating it in front of me and sort of like, oh, come on, you want a chip, you want a chip. And I was still fucking irritable, but I was like, no, enjoy your chips. I'm happy for you, but yeah, fuck yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck off bit. You yeah, were so good until the fuck off bit. So, but I've come around and I'm, I've noticed, and I, I'm a little bit skeptical because I'm like, it's been a week. Like, come on. Yeah. But I've noticed more energy. Yep. Like, like nighttime, more yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. fuck, this is all right. Yeah. Um, And I'm not, I'm not thinking about, I've noticed in like last two days, I'm not thinking about meals. Yeah, when I'm gonna eat. Yeah, like because I've been going. Oh my god, I can't wait till it gets to like when it gets to three thirty. I'm gonna have this snack. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm last today and yesterday. Didn't think about that. Amazing. So I'm pretty impressed. Oh well, it's pretty good. But so I gotta like, fucking. I've gotta up the exercise now so I can kick your I ass. I know. I think that's. I think that's a big thing for me. I've really pushed myself to go for the runs and stuff like that, and I've already seen heaps of improvement, which is great. But we'll talk about an end date, maybe in like. This is episode going to be episode sixty two, something like that. Yeah, I think it's sixty two. How about we say in another three weeks, episode sixty five? Sixty five. That'll be our weigh. Because I weigh myself in the in the morning, so I'll right. weigh I'll weigh myself in the morning of episode sixty five. Oh I'll, I'll I'll do the same sort of thing, mm. and that way that'll be it. That'll be the last one from our heavy from our heavy point. Yeah, and that'll be the end of episode sixty five. That's a big challenge, and the loser. Has to read an apology an written apology. by the winner. <laughs> 250 words. 250 words. Very excited about that. Very excited about that. But Kieran. Yes. I have a rant. You have a rant? Well, oh. I, have, I have a number of rants because I've noticed that the diet has done stuff to my body. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm going to rant about. And uh. I don't know if this is how you feel, but I've got a few things to talk about and they're all related to using the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> So hopefully everyone's interested in our diet and our and everything else. No, we no, have no. one listener now. <laughs> it, it sounds about right, but I think the first one is like when you wake up in the morning, like or when you're just really dehydrated, hmm. and you go to the toilet and you have those dehydrated pisses. Yeah, like you still need a piss. Even I mean, you, when you wake up, you, yeah. your piss needs to be yellow, right? Uh, that's but right. during the rest of the day, it should be clear. That's right. But in the yeah. morning, sometimes, like, you know, especially after, like, heavy nights of drinking. Like, Do you smell your piss? 
not every time. Like, not at work. And I mean, I I feel like I need to explain myself. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. Because if you eat a steak, right, a steak's filled with lots of amino acids more than your body needs to absorb. So you piss it out. So you notice there's a different smell. If that makes sense. If you you eat a big. Maybe I'll have to take a bit more notice of it. Big, juicy steak. Mm. And you piss the next morning, like you'll you'll notice it. There you go. Well, I think it's more it's just what like, I learned from my nutrition degree. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, for me, it's just more like you know, you get that dehydrated piss, and you can definitely smell those dehydrated pisses. Yeah. But it also hurts a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't hurt. It shouldn't hurt, but it sometimes it does. Especially after a big night. Yeah, maybe I should see a doctor. Um, but other other than that, nowadays because of this keto thing, and I'm sure you're the same. You've just been drinking a. A shit ton more of water. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I've been peeing. I have been peeing like <laughs> and Niagara now, Falls. And now you have to piss all the fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Which is also another issue because now I feel like you know I'm pissing like you know once every hour, two hours, depending on how much water intake I mm. do, especially at work. And now I feel like I'm spending all this time in the bathroom. And I'm sure people look at me going, "That guy goes to the toilet a lot," but it's because I'm drinking so much water because that's part of this whole losing weight thing and it's yeah. so it's meant to be really good for you to flush all the help the body move get the metabolism going flushing things out but i just hate the fact that i've been pissing yeah. all the time yeah i'm with you we need to get some kind of like man cup funnel <laughs> with a you know a, a, a tube you know and so we can just piss while we're at work sitting down with no splashback that'd be amazing, be amazing. but <laughs> here is the final thing um, Sorry, I can just imagine Alice listening to this right now. <laughs> She's thinking, oh, catheter right in there. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. In a bag. I, Little- <laughs> I volunteered Turch. If he's pissing this much, he needs a solution. There we go. But I've got one more issue. One more rant topic today. I know I've sort of just been brushing them over, but they're all sort of related. I hate it when you're walking somewhere in public. And you're just walking around your casual sort of thing, or you're going for a run, or go, and suddenly you're, you're like, it's okay to scratch your ass in public. I think, like, you're like oh, on the side, like on the cheek, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I hate it when the ass crack gets itchy. Oh yeah, yeah, because that sweats. And it sweats because like if you're out doing exercise, or you're just out walking, or you're out with some mates and stuff like that, and you're just walking around, it absolutely sweats. Yeah, and then sweat causes it. To Just, be itchy. Yeah. And suddenly you've got an itchy... Ass crack. Ass crack. Yeah. Which is, I would say, the most embarrassing thing you can possibly scratch. Don't get in there. But what else are you supposed to do? I don't know, like, am I, you know, do you use your back pocket and sort of go a little bit to the no, side? You can't. Do you just sort of try to wiggle it out? Or, you can't like, get in there. I understand, like, if you're near a chair, you can just sit down and sort of give it a bit and of a grind wiggle. grind it. Yeah. But what do you do? You know, or you try to do that fancy walk, and I, I know people can't see what I'm doing, but you know that walk you sort of do, like when your balls stick to the side of your leg, and you mm. sort of have to move your leg move a little bit out little, one yeah. way. Well, girls don't know the issues, <laughs> so when your balls worse than childbirth, yeah, yeah. When your balls stick to your leg when it's hot, you sort of like guys will take like a little side step, like yeah. it's still walking forward, but a little side step to sort of readjust, yeah, readjust and stuff like that. That's something for everyone out there. But the ass crack thing... As I long think, as you're wearing underwear, you can sort of not go in skin-touching skin. You can use the underwear to, you know, yeah, but give you yourself still look a bit like of that buffer. You're touching yourself. 
you still look like you're touching yourself. Oh yeah. In public. Yeah, I mean, but it's 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 what risk do you want to take? Do you want everyone to be like, he's a fucking gross, you know? Yeah. Or or do you want to? Oh, look wanna... at that fruitcake walking around with a little shuffle. <laughs> Or, or do you want to not do anything and, and you know, have an itchy asshole? This, and that's the thing, like, you try to go, oh, I'll hold out. I'll hold out a little bit for the sh- for the scratching of the ass because I'm really in a public space. And eventually it gets so bad. Like, How often it, do you get itchy assholes? Uh, it only happened to me. I went on a walk yesterday and yeah. this, is, th- this is a real life rant. This is something that happened to me. And I was walking and I, like... I was able to go around. How many cor- children were there? I was, around, How I was many lucky children enough were to present? find a corner to go around. How many around. children were present, Church? Zero, zero. We're safe, right. we're safe, we're safe. But I was able to go around a corner and you know, sort of bit hidden, sort of scratch and, and go. But Did you ish- sniff? No. <laughs> you didn't sniff your hand? No. Good. I didn't put my hand down my pants. I just sort of like with, you know, through the pants. Okay. Through the pants, I did a scratch. Through the pants, you did a scratch. That's okay. right. And then I kept walking. But... That's a really big... That, that really pissed me off recently. That's a, something I'm really passionate about and ranting about. Mm-hmm. And I think that people... So children are dying because they have lack of food and, and you rant about itchy assholes. You know what? I think you're always <laughs> going to be... But no, starving children have itchy assholes too. <laughs> I'm not a starving children. They have itchy assholes. Yeah, of course, everyone has you know, an itchy asshole. Everyone asshole. has an itchy asshole. The queen has an itchy. Bo- I'm sure she a, does. An itchy and asshole. I think it's the you know when when uh, when a great tragedy happens, the political leaders get up and they say something like, "Oh, we condemn this. We've got to move forward. We've got to allow people to come together and do stuff." I think political leaders, yeah, and in very important people have to come up and go. You know what? Someone has to scratch their ass. We're going to change our policy. If someone has to scratch their ass in public, don't look down on them. You're human too. One day it's going to happen to you. This is this is how we build a stronger community. Of itchy assholes. Well, I just want to also, but to the time the listeners listen to this, I just want to congratulate Palmer Party, Palmer United Party, <laughs> for winning the election and forming government. <laughs> Apparently he's got like a, a, at this a time, of, he's got more percentage than one nation. Really? Yeah, or equal equal thing like four percent each or something. Wow, that's pretty good for a party that literally is a meme. <laughs> like Donald Trump was a meme. This guy is a fucking meme. He's... I mean, I can't believe he was in Parliament. Yes, bring him back. Nah, he was great because he fell asleep in Parliament mm. all the time. He was an absolute legend. So many, so many great, great entertainment. <laughs> anyway, so itchy assholes is my problem. I d- is I my rant. How many itchy assholes do you reckon Clive has? Can he? I've always wondered, like, how big do you have to be in in yeah. size until you can't actually? Because sque- I mean, he's a big man, so it's hard for him to scratch. I mean, he's lost a lot of weight. He did the whole diet thing as well, but he loves his Tim Tams. That man. Oh, I do love Tim Tams yeah. too. Can't eat it on my diet. Can't eat it on the diet. I can't eat them either. Too many carbohydrates. But yeah, big big thing. I'd be very very excited about this election. I got to vote. But Kieran, you got some news oh, for me. I do have some news. Um, do you know? <coughs> fun fact. Mm-hmm. This is a, a bit of a tangent here. Yeah. Uh, water apparently has calcium in it, and calcium makes water harder or softer, and that also <laughs> impacts on brewing beer. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why, like, Melbourne water, 
yeah. Melbourne Australian water is like some of the best water because it's like right in that perfect balance between sort of thing. Like that's part of that livability scale. Yeah. So like they measure yeah. test and, and the, the quality of the beer the because of the water. Of the water. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. So there's calcium in the water. It's hard and soft. What's that got to do with beer in this article here? <laughs> It's, uh, I'm really biting some time. <laughs> I, I was just like, I was like, I was like, it's here, but it's not freaking opening up. Here we go. Uh, brewery offers free beer for info on stolen van. Forty-two minutes later, the van was located. Right. <laughs> Forty-two minutes later, police officers around the country may want to take note on what gets people to start talking to police when they know a crime has been committed. The United Brewing Company in Charlotte, North Carolina, took to social media Monday to ask for help in finding the company's delivery van after thieves stole it. Obviously, the police didn't do a good enough job. They posted it, offered free beer, 42 minutes later, sold. (laughs) I just say congratulations to them. Please help us find. Share with all your friends. Whoever finds it, Brad will buy you a keg party. That's pretty good. If you stole it and bring it back, you'll also get a keg party. Smile for the camera. Please DM if you see it. Oh, so they were going to give even the person that stole it a cake <laughs> party. Just they just want the van back. Just That's it. Well, you know, it's probably cheaper than replacing a van and going through insurance and stuff like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Do you know what? So if they do that, then every week someone's got to like steal a van, a company employee. Yeah. You know? Nah, because then they'll get sussed to it. Uh, they can only do it once. Can't do it. Can't do it on a fixed interval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever like it every, is. Like, uh, it's got to be random. Be, I was going to say like uh, a prime number day <laughs> every, you know, the 50th prime number day or hour or something <laughs> like that. It has to be some real complex logic map sort of thing that's hard to figure out for... Something like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, it raised me to think, um, what have you, what has been, has anything, have you, has anything been stolen from you? I've been, a, a, a few little guitar things, like gigs. Yeah. Musicians are pretty shit like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, if you notice, I'm like, all my guitar stuff sort of behind us in the studio here. Like, all my cables are, like, red and blue and, like, even my amplifier, like, I play orange amplifiers and stuff like that. They're really bright and stuff like that. Everything I buy... In that regard, other than guitars, because guitars you're just going to like, I buy strictly because people don't like multicolored things. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm I can sort you. of like go, oh, that's definitely mine. But I've, uh, people have stolen power boards off me and stuff like that. All the power boards I have here, I've put my name on. So if people nick it, I know that uh, uh, that it's mine. I, I got a message from a friend of mine not too long ago who's working back at the high school I went to. Yeah. And he's working in the audiovisual section. Mm-hmm. And with Do I know this person? Oh, you might know this person, but I won't give their name out. Yeah. Anyway, he messages me and goes, "Oh, I found something of yours," and I'm like, "What the hell? Like, I haven't seen this bloke in since I left high school." Okay. And he messages me, and it's a picture of an old power board of mine with my name on it. <laughs> wow. That I must have just left at the school. Or it was stolen. Or it was stolen. But yeah, that's why you have to label your sort of stuff. I've been pretty lucky with stealing See, I steal probably, you know, the things that are like, you know, the stapler, admin office only. Yeah, Or must stay in admin. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, look, I think like you can steal like pens and books and stuff like that from work. I think there's no real 
I don't steal them. I use them. Well, that's right. It's on ongoing le- lending to you know, until there's no like the value of it is so low that's not worth giving back. <laughs> yeah, I had to teach one of my colleagues the other day, right? Because he's just like, "Hey, you're new here. How come you keep getting things? Right? You keep asking for things like a new chair and a new desk and yada yada yada." Mm. And I said, "I said Easter came." Did you get the admins uh, ch- some chocolate and, a, and an Easter card? <laughs> and he's like, no. No. And I'm like, that's uh, it's Easter time. You always got to give the admins. Always one uh, for one. I said, whenever I'm down there, I spend five minutes chatting to them. They're lovely people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they make your life wonderful or terrible. You always got to be nice to the admin people. You've said that many a time on the oh, show. And, and another one. I've, I've, I'm networking. I've also figured out. The mailman, the internal mail oh. person, which, which is actually a male woman. Oh, there you go. Right? Also very networked with a lot of other departments and, and people. You've got to look after the mail person. Just get that transport ready to rock and roll. I now get my mail hand delivered. There you go. Don't have to go down to the mail room. So, I'm very impressed. What can you. I say? This I'm sure you're talking this up, and I don't know. I don't know if what I feel about it, but I feel like you're very happy, and that's what's actually. Have I told you about the fucking owl that I won? Yes, yes. You told me. Oh. The listeners do not need to hear about the owl story. Not yet, anyway. Not yet, anyway. Because I've got some news. All right. Did you? Okay. Did you see? Everyone's been talking about it on the internet. Did you see the Sonic the Hedgehog? The film trailer. No. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it is it is a sight to behold. I'm just going to show you a picture of, of Sonic. Mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog from the movie. Now, you know what Sonic the Hedgehog looks like, right? You've played maybe a game or seen a picture. Oh, maybe when I was like five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, they're finally making a feature-length film uh, about this character, right? And the design for Sonic the Hedgehog is so bad. It had such a negative backlash from the fans that the that the uh, the company that made the film has said, "Oh, we're gonna reskin through the whole film what Sonic looks like. We're gonna change his look." The film comes out in a couple in about two weeks. Wow. And they're going to reskin. So this is what Sonic the Hedgehog looks like regularly. That yeah. Guy there. yeah, 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 yeah. I know that you know one. one, Sonic, yeah. And this is what he looks like in the film. One second, I'll pull this one up here. It really does look like... There you go. What the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> what the... Yeah, so they really screwed up. Like, they really, really screwed up. And I've been really enjoying it because, like, they really just screwed the pooch. On what? But Sonic. what's who's their target audience? Aren't they? Isn't it like five year olds? Who gives about the shit, well, shit about Sonic like the thirty really, year olds? Sonic really has a diverse group of people that like Sonic. Sonic literally has lived on because of his design. You know, there hasn't really been a good Sonic video game for since the Sega Genesis or back in like you know twenty years ago. You know, only maybe recently Sonic Mania, nothing else. But t- the. It, like I said, so bad they're going to reskin him from the beginning. Why? Why? Wh- oh, sorry, I, I don't even think. What was Sonic? It was a, just a uh, 2D side scroller platformer. So, so a game? 
Yeah, it's a video game. Video game. Yeah. Right, okay. And people are obsessed about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are weird. People are weird. And DeviantArt is a weird place and people like weird things. It's probably Sonic porn as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Apparently, like, one of the biggest... Oh, so the people that watch fucking Sonic porn are the ones that are complaining that it doesn't look like Sonic. Well, everyone is because yeah. lots of Sonic fans. But, yeah, Sonic porn, like, DeviantArt is, like, people draw their own things and you can commission people and stuff like that. And there's lots of porn of Sonic... In various different types of porn, like vor porn, where people swallow people whole and then live inside them. That's a type of porn. Or there's a foot fetish, but foot fetish of Sonic. Right. So I was uh, wow. Yeah, it's uh, the rabbit hole goes very deep, and maybe I'll show you some videos from uh, Mr. Medica. He does a great series about DeviantArt, and if you want to throw up and learn about the weird people on the internet. Watch the series Deviant uh, 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 Deviant Art by Mister by Mister Medica. It's a fantastic series, but that's not where I was going with the story. <laughs> I sort of had to give you some backstory because this terrible film that I'm very excited to see it starts Jim Carrey. It's going to start Jim Carrey. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a B list celebrity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, did you know he's an anti vaxxer Is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um. So. One of our favourite actors has come out to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Tommy Wiseau. Ah! <laughs> from The Room. That's right. So Tommy Wiseau from The Room has come out. And uh, so he says here, a director of the infamous The Room seems interested in portraying his favourite character from the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise, Shadow, in the if there is a sequel to, to Sonic the Hedgehog. So the film obviously had seen some negative reaction, this and that. But yeah, uh, so do you know who Shadow the Hedgehog is? Not a clue. So he's basically like, he came in, in, in later in the game series and stuff like that as a um, as like a rival for Sonic, like a negative sort of Sonic, an evil Sonic and this and that. So this is what he looks like. And then I'll give you a bit of a backstory on um, on that guy there. So that's what he looks like. Oh, yep, yep, I remember. Yeah, sort of a negative yep. sort of guy. You know, so as I say, he, um, you know, um, he's one of the most popular fran- in the franchise. His background is an emotional one, being an artificial life form who befriends a young girl named Maria, and then Maria is killed by a human, and that uh, fuels his rage against humanity. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some games say he's against Sonic, some games he's with Sonic, some mm. games they're working sort of in tandem but they don't know, and all that sort of stuff. But Tommy Wiseau, from The Room and stuff like that, posted an image of himself next no to a way. picture of Sonic. Yeah. No, not Sonic, of Shadow the Hedgehog oh. on Twitter. Um, nothing else with the tweet, just the picture. Yeah. And people are like, what could this possibly mean? Would he actually be Shadow the Hedgehog? Would he want to play Shadow the Hedgehog in the fu- in a future film? Um, but I guess the big thing is that Sh- uh, Shadow has a very deep voice. <laughs> yeah. He's like really cool, like, yeah, like that. Whereas Tommy Wise goes, oh, hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> so it'd be very interesting to say that. How are you today? But, but that's not to say he probably couldn't pull it off because he did. Did you see that thing where he did? Was uh, the Joker? Was the joke? And he was amazing. Yeah, actually amazing. And in his new film, he sort of plays like that demonic sort of character. Bring him back. And he was amazing in that too, with uh, with him best friends and stuff like that. I haven't I'm seen very best friends. excited. 
Yeah, sorry? I haven't seen that one. You should. It's the one uh, directed by the the other guy in the room. Yeah. But he, it's got For those of stuff. you that haven't seen The Room, go and see the world's worst best film. I live at, there. I think we've talked about it before, but at uh, one of the you got to see it at the cinema. It's an experience. It's fantastic. Where you get to throw spoons <laughs> at the uh, at the uh, at the screen. At the screen. There's a whole bunch of games. It's like the, the, it's it's meant to be like this very, I don't know, like overly dramatic. Go with a few people. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's meant to be like this over dramatic drama and stuff like that, but it ends up because of the bad acting, the bad story, the bad timing of everything the editing and stuff like that it just becomes an absolute riot and it becomes what Tommy Wiseau later on says it becomes a black comedy uh, a dark comedy but it's it's not really it's really just the worst film of all. the worst no but yeah, very it's, enjoyable it's an experience and people are after experiences these days I think so I think so too oh. um, well, I'm sick of talking about Sonic but I do want to go see the film I'm very excited about it well, the that's good. One. And you could do a movie review. I will. Oh, perfect. I'm in. I'll give you the criteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you the, the Kieran Thorpe movie review criteria. Unwrapped. Yes, please. Please, let's do that. Let's do that. But you've got some more news for me? Um, no, I just want to... I'll go through the criteria. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leg room. Leg room. Comfort. Comfort. Uh, arm length size, you know. Food and beverage. Food and beverage. Yeah. yeah. Very important things. Content of the film doesn't matter. You've got to be comfortable. Does that make sense? I'm, you know. fe- I'm feeling this. This is a really good review thing. Because realistically, I can take this to do anything. Like, It doesn't matter if there's a film or not. <laughs> <laughs> How was the film Sonic? Uh, uh, you're Sonic. After, you you're... know what? I'm going to review Sonic right now. You... Three out of ten. You're after, Three out of five. You're after an experience. <laughs> you're after an experience. And if the experience isn't there... How can you watch a film? I, I'm not even sure. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm learning from the, from the master over there. I, re- I really am. <laughs> do you know? Actually, I do have a rant. Yeah. Do you know what really shits me? <laughs> um, I was very good last night. I didn't, um, I didn't eat, but I, I, I t- some long hours at work and a few other people, and I sort of went, yeah, I'll take a bit of a break. And we, we sort of went out to get dinner. Now, I'm eating my light and easy, so I didn't get dinner. But we get out there, turn up to this this sort of like takeaway place. They're open, but they're like, nah, we're, like they had people there. But like, nah, we're closed. Mm. Where is the focus on the customer? There was four people willing to buy food off them. Uh. Just disappointed. Damn teenagers working in behind, you know. Not anything told what to do. Ali Barber. For those of you that don't know what Ali Barber is, it's like um, the eBay for China. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I was so- thinking of the Silk Road there for a second. That's also like an eBay, but for drugs. <laughs> what was that? Have you seen, uh, I'm pretty sure it's called, still called Silk Road. I still think. Oh, Silk Road. Yeah, 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 yeah. Silk Road is <laughs> for drugs. Ali Barber <laughs> is the eBay in for, for China. And uh, the the have you have you heard of this church? The founder has been in the news. No, but go on. What do you think he has said? Ah, uh, he's Chinese, and it's not about investment. Uh, I bet you he's like super anti-gay or something like that. No, I don't know. Then <laughs> that was my guess. That was a terrible guess. <laughs> Alibaba founder Jack Ma says staff should have sex. 
Six times in six days. That's uh, You know what? Fully supported. <laughs> 100%. One of China's wealthiest men, Jack Ma, founder of tech giant Alibaba, is urging his employees to have more sex in pursuit of better work-life balance. Mr. Bumar gave the speech at an event which dozens of Alibaba couples were married in a group ceremony, stressing that a balanced home life was important for long-term happiness and health, and dubbed his philosophy 669. Right. And what does the 669... What we want, 6069 in life? What is 6069? Six times in six days. That's the emphasis is on nine. He said at the company gathering, referring to sex and using a play on words as the word nine. There you go. Um, in Mandarin, it is a homophone for the word long. <laughs> <laughs> so six times, uh, six times That's in six 72 days. That's 72 hours. Long, love you long time. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Love you a long time, yep. Uh, Mr. Mars, uh, 669, uh, was in reference to a popular term that describes the Chinese industry's work culture. Uh, a rough schedule of 9am to 9pm, six days a week. That's 72 hours a week, often without overtime pay. Jesus Overworking Christ. is common in China, seen as a way to show dedication to your job. But it became controversial recently after Mr. Ma endorsed the overwork culture, posting online in April to be able to work 996 is huge bliss arguing that milestones only come with great sacrifice, but he wants them to have sex more. Have sex at work? I think he's endorsing it. I think he's endorsing it because they were saying, uh, uh, correct me if I understood this wrong, the the employees of Alibaba, some of them got married. Yeah, in in a a big ceremony. In a mass ceremony. So they all worked at the company. Yeah. Which means that, maybe they should. He's definitely endorsed having sex in the office. Yeah, maybe they should have rooms where you just have sex. Bit like Instead a of brothel. a meeting room, a sex room. Yeah. That's be a dirty room. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to hire more cleaners who will also ha- need to have sex six times. <laughs> you have to hire the husband and the wife. It's the duo. You're going to have both. You get the double. You're going to have the both. you going to have the double-double? Double-double. The double-double. Well, double. you know, at least uh, six-tuple. <laughs> the six-tuple. I, well, I... Is that I, what you mean, like... Yeah, go on, sorry. Oh, no, no, I lost my train of thought. Me too. <laughs> you oh, know we're doing a podcast no, right no, now. No. That's all right. You know, I got something for you, Kieran. I, you know what? I used to do Trump Watch. I know. <laughs> remember that? I do remember, remember that. that bit, and I got sick of it. Trump not Watch. That, not that I got sick of it, but um, you know, I think people were getting sick of me going on about how good Donald Trump is and how fun it is. So I decided to start a new bit. Yeah. It's called Flat Earth Watch. <laughs> <laughs> where I give everybody an update on my dealings and understanding of what the flat earth people are doing to ent- entertain themselves and entertain me. Are you happy with this bit, personally? <laughs> yes, I'm so happy. <laughs> okay. So, one I want to get still want to get one on the show, but apparently I'm a corporate shill. <laughs> But that's that's another thing. That is the worst defense ever. (laughs) That is the worst. Well, speaking of corporate shills, yeah, they're not. Um, recently, you know what? Hang on, you should do that. You should do that. Takes one to know one. Do that card. Tell them they're corporate shields. I will. That will fucking blow their mind. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? And they don't. They don't know what uh, what I mean by that. They should do their own research. (laughs) Yeah, it's the corporations, man. It's the corporations. Well, Trump. 
and I and this is the thing. I'm sort of amalgamating a little bit of both. So Donald Trump's just recently come out and said that uh, next year, next financial year. Wait, next year or next financial year? Next financial or year. Or next next year's financial year. Look, next financial year, <laughs> uh, he's going to increase NASA's budget by yeah. $1.6 billion. Okay. $1.6? $1.6 billion. Which is great. I mean, who doesn't want to spend more rockets and shit like that hmm. into space? So we learn a lot... You know, the, the space army. Yeah, do that sort of thing. The space marines. you got to have them. We've got to yep. fight the illegal aliens and stuff like that. It's very important. Uh... But I only found that out because a flat earth group decided to post that in their thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is sort of weird. Like, why would they be posting this article? Like, I know they don't really like NASA. Are they, do they not believe the moon exists? Some of them don't. Okay. There's also a thing I recently found out. Um, But... I just thought, oh, I'll have a look through the comments and see what they're saying. So here are some actual comments from the Post, which is a news article about Donald Trump giving NASA an extra $1.6 billion. Trump is a shill. <laughs> it's the first one. Here's one. Get out, Trump. When will people learn? He's part of the show. Time waster. And the final one was, what a crock of shit. <laughs> so... Look, I, I'm not a smart man. I try to be sometimes, but I'm not. But this is my logical... This is my thinking. Logical thinking. Flat earthers... You know... They, they hate Trump. So if you hate Trump, you're a flat earther. I think that's a fair statement. <laughs> if I'm wrong... <laughs> So everyone who hates Trump is a flat earther. I, I can't see how that's wrong at the moment. <laughs> you know, I know lots of people. They all, they, all, they all think Trump's funny and great. Yeah. They believe the earth is round. Uh-huh. Um, I know if... People, science, people. This is called science. This is how I do it. This is how I yeah. do it. So, they also think, flat earthers, think that celebrities and other people around the world, like, you know, TV shows and stuff like that, are subliminally, subliminally? Yeah, let's go with that. I did well. Trying to say that the Earth is actually flat through their music and stuff like that. They have this, like, celebrities and stuff, have this immense knowledge because, like, you know, they're moved higher up in the Illuminati sort of thing and they get this knowledge and they're trying to pass it down to uh, the layman. yeah. And they're the only ones that can sort of read through the fine lines, this and that. But if you heard a song on the radio called Old Town Road. Um, Old Town Road. No, it's like, it's like, a, it's like a, a trap song, like a rap hip hop yeah, no. trap song. Oh, like. Yeah, but it's influenced. But it's it uh it sort of influenced yeah. a little bit by country, so it's got like a country sort of setting. Oh, but now like, we're talking. Ding 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 yeah, ding, ding, yeah. ding. But it's like over a, a trap sort of music beat. Yeah. I'll, no. I'll let you listen to it afterwards. Anyway, the rapper for that, his name is um is Little Nas X, and he sings the song. Mm-hmm. And so, this is what he said in this. So this is YouTube sh- show called genius where rappers come on and explain their lyrics and um 
he's talking about a line in the song where he goes, uh, I want to take my horse down the old town road and ride till we can't ride no more or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this is what he says about that line. This line is a reference to the flat earth model, which in my opinion is indisputable fact. I believe the edge of the earth is a road where we cannot tread beyond. Hence, my horse can ride no longer. <laughs> so, <laughs> they posted this in the in the in the flat earth groups saying that this And they is, all fucking loved it. They all yeah, loved it. Yeah, of course, oh, yeah. look at this guy showing the truth in the mainstream sort of thing. It's being accepted and this and that. So, very exciting times uh, for the flat earth people. Um that is amazing. Do you know what I learned this week? What did you learn this week? Sorry, oh shit. There we go. Yeah, we're good. Mike's good. Um, do you know what I learned this week? How I deal with some of my students. Yeah. In the corporate world, I might be on disciplinary... We're uh, <laughs> brought up on disciplinary action. <laughs> Please explain. This is a story I want to hear. I don't want to hear about your body, you know, other things. But <laughs> So, I found out... So... It, uh, I was just talking to someone. I was talking about feedback. Mm. And I was like, yeah, if I get shit work, I just send it back. You know, like, stop wasting my time. Do better. Right? And then they send it to me. And then I go, all right, I'll give some feedback. Now, I'll send it back. You've got to do better. Right? Or, you know, I'm talking about my honours students. Like, they come into my office and one of them disclosed that they had some, like, personal issues going on. And I'm like, that's great, but I still want you. I still want your writing next week. Like the world is not going to stop for that. So you got to figure out and figure out what to do and do it. I know I'm in a psychology department, but that's not my role. Go find someone else. Right? And apparently, I'm not supposed to talk to people I, like I that. Don't apparently, think so <laughs> I was like, oh, geez, a little bit rough. And maybe give them a day extra, or two. I mean, depending on the issue, obviously. Yeah, I was like... There must be some protocol for that sort of stuff. I was just like, you've got to get your shit together because I want that next week. There's got to be some protocol for that sort of stuff though, right? Oh, there is, but... but, Let's follow the protocol. You're ready to rock and roll. But I was just like, I was like, this year's not going to stop for you. This year's a very tough year. So my job is to push you. My job is not to, you know, sympathize and go, that's that. So apparently, um, also this, um, this, uh, a colleague of mine, he had to get a... A new chair, mm-hmm. right? But apparently, Did you talk it, to the admin people, give them some Easter eggs. Wait, <laughs> his chair arrived. His chair arrived. <sighs> anyway, he gets this he big get, Game of Thrones chair. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but maintenance weren't included in this, so I, I don't, I don't get it. Right, mm. and this guy from maintenance rang up Stacy and and abused the admin lady, and she burst into tears. Right, and then he gets, he finally gets onto the colleague, and my colleague goes. Dude, why are you calling me? Go away. My chair. I've got my chair. I don't need you. I don't care that you went in the process. I've got my chair. Stop wasting my time. Hang up. Mm. Right? And um, this guy's talking about in the professional world. He's like, maybe, he's like, I don't think, I don't think you could say that to your colleague. I'm like, but he's abusing him. I'd say the same thing. I'd tell him to go away. Hmm. Probably even worse language than that. I've got what I need. Stop wasting my time. Disappear. Yeah. So apparently, so I'm learning from other people that <laughs> some of the actions that I that I do or say may not be tolerated in the corporate world. Yeah, you're learning. 
sometimes, I was like, sometimes you're just gonna go, you know what? It's not worth dealing with these sort of people. Just go, yep, no worries, and just I was just let like, it I'm, go. I'm really glad the environment I'm in is not politically correct. Well, you know, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so, I'm just a university lecturer. <laughs> no, I was just like, I was just like, I was like. I don't see any problem. I was like, so what? My students potentially got some personal issues. I yeah. still want the work next week. Yeah, fair enough. You're like, right. Uh, it doesn't like, deal stop. With it. it doesn't stop, but, you know. You've got to, you've got to deal with it. And, and you know, we'll, yeah. So, fasc- fascinating. I, how would you handle that? A colleague comes to you, I've got some issues, and you've got, you've, they've got to produce some work next oh, week. Oh, look, recently my colleague had to leave the country because um, some family issues back home. Yeah. And he just I just sort of stepped into his role and acted in both roles for two weeks. So it's probably see, that's probably different than being a student because a student yeah. needs to get a degree. They've true. Got to, they've got to meet certain things to get this degree. True, true. Um, uh, maybe it's a different sort, of, uh, different sort of world. Yeah. I don't know how I would deal with that. Like if it was... Because uh, like a colleague well, of mine is, well, look, is a, sick, so I've stepped up. Yeah. If it's a yeah. primary school student... Yeah. I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. Like, you know, you can take many days off. If it was a high school student, I would also say I don't care because at the end of the day, high school's pretty useless. But at a university, yeah, I can sort of see the importance of it, especially at a master's level. Yeah. Like, it's, like, I think at a master's level, you want to be there. Yeah. So I think even with family hardships, again, it depends on the issue. But I think that uh, it, the student's issue is not not worse enough that they've got to get special consideration. Well, right? you know, or, look, or, be, I'm sure there's protocols. There's and protocols, it. and that's it. Follow the protocols. Don't worry about it. Again, it's not your responsibility. But if you're well, well aware, and they go, yeah, and then I'm going to apply for this, then you just go with it. Um, move on. So yeah, so I just I found it fascinating that yeah, ha- done well. How like, it's funny. I'm like I'm like I'd be pulled up in the corporate world for doing this. Yeah, like, what what the fuck? Is uh, this? It's different though because you're. You're not on equal playing fields. No. And I think that's what it is. Like, my colleague and I were on the same playing field. Mm. Like, you know, like, one of us might be higher, one of us might be lower, whatever it is. But the same sense, we're both working in the same team. Whereas a student-teacher relationship, I think, is a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I learned. Interesting. So that's what I learned today. So I think people have learned, don't be my student. You get get no sympathy (laughs) for me. Well, you know. I don't know how we do this podcast all the time. Ah. Because yeah. <laughs> I say to them, like, it doesn't matter how hard you try, it's the outcome. It's true. As long as you get some sort of outcome. Doesn't matter what the outcome is, as long as it's a outcome. Uh, it's just like, it doesn't matter how hard you try. An you've, outcome? You've just, gotta get, you've just gotta get the right outcome. Oh, well. Well, speaking of psychology. Yeah. Uh, and Stephen Fry, who yes. I can, we can both agree is a fantastic man. comedian, funny, um, great actor, too. Great orator. Great orator. Gay man. Yep. Put that in there. And um, Young husband. Younger husband. Yeah, very young husband. Yep. And apparently uh, he was saying something like gay sex is mainly like hand jobs and stuff like that. Oh. There you go. Maybe it's just him. Maybe. I don't know. Not too much bumps up. But speaking of psychology, he recently did uh, a post on Facebook, Twitter, you know, social media, stuff like that, for Are You OK Day? Mm-hmm. Or Are You OK Week? It's now turned into a week. Oh, I right. think. From May, what's it called? May like 13th to the 19th. So we're in the middle of it. So first of all, Kieran, are you okay? Fuck off. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we both knew exactly where we were going with that joke. But he posted a photo of himself saying, it's, are you okay, mum, for, for a week and stuff like that. And he posted himself a photo 
doing this symbol. Yeah. Now, can you describe the symbol I'm giving you right now? Just, what is it? Uh, it is an okay sign. Okay sign. Beautiful. Do you know, a a colleague of mine did ask me this week, are you okay? Yeah. And I was like, I'm fucking miserable (laughs) because I'm fucking dieting. Well, at least (laughs) off the psychological issues. (laughs) And then she walked away. You know what? I would rather deal with someone with psychological issues than that's on a diet and really miserable. Because there's only what psychologically sort of balance out. Food, they're just irrational. Yeah. I was, I was sort of like, I was like, I, I don't know. To me, I don't think I'm projecting it, but fuck me. She could tell that yeah, I was yeah, fucking miserable. Like, you know what? Stay over there. <laughs> I was like, and we're going to leave him over there. Well, Kira, Not the point of are you okay? But, but Where was the sympathy, which I obviously just said before I don't provide. But Stephen Fry, though, <laughs> yeah. did the okay symbol in a photo. Are you okay? They post it. You know what? Great for the cause. He's probably donated a bit of cash to it too. And it's good when celebrities do this sort of stuff. Like, you know, sort of... I think mental health is a really important thing. And I'm sure that you do too. Very important. And I think Overused word, but you know. You know what I mean. Yeah. We won't get into the semantics of yeah. that. Nonetheless. But... Massive issues. Right. With his post. No way. And I thought, okay, get fucked. Yeah. What was wrong with the post? Uh-huh. Now, this sign, yeah. this okay hand. Yeah. Which is the index and the thumb. Yeah, index together and the thumb connected the- and then the three fingers sort of in there. Like, you know, you're okay. You know. Uh, has been uh, co-opted mm-hmm. by white supremacists. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to put up the hand again and show you why. (laughs) This is the W Mm -hmm. for for white. And this is the P for power. (laughs) And apparently, this symbol here now means white, white power. Uh, Doesn't that mean white power? (laughs) I'm not sure about that one. But nonetheless... that is more of a W... Oh, no, that is a W. Yes. Everyone, um, do the okay yeah. sign. And you've got three <laughs> fingers pointing up. And it, yeah, it is a W. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I, I, I see that. And everyone's like, to Stephen Fry, you got to be careful. That's a white supremacist thing. Oh, fuck off. And all this sort of stuff. But this is what I mean. Political correctness gone mad. Oh. But you know, what, you know what the best thing about it is? If you go to Wikipedia. Yeah. And you type in white supremacy prank on Wikipedia. You know what comes up? What? Let me read it a little bit. In 2017, the OK gesture was at the centre of an online prank in meme culture related to the alt-right and white supremacy originating from an anonymous message board posts on the website 4chan. The Boston Globe reported that users on 4chan poll, like that's a board poll, the poll is the board, it's about being politically incorrect, were instructed... In February 2017, to flood Twitter and other social media websites, claiming that the OK symbol is a is symbol of white supremacy, as part of a campaign called, dubbed Operation OKKK. The, <laughs> the association uh, of the gesture with white supremacy derived from the assertion that the three fingers held up resembled the W, and the circle mate and the thumb and the forefinger represented a P, standing for white power. So, this symbol. Which people are now giving shit to Stephen Fry for being saying, "Are you okay?" Literally showing the okay symbol. They're calling him now linked to white supremacists because of a 4chan joke started in 2017. People are idiots. This is the best. This is you know what? I don't 
know where the onion articles start yeah and where they stop yeah like i thought like this had to be a joke and like i'm subscribed to basically every single satire news website on facebook uh-huh. only because if i see something there I, at least i know that this is a satire website but if i look on the real news like on the online space like i know okay that article will probably be satire this one will not be these were like on mainstream media things saying that this was happening with Stephen fry i was what complete lack of journal no journalism <laughs> whatsoever happening happening there whatsoever but not only that this happened in the news recently so in may 2009 a chicago cubs fan was banned from wrigley field for using the gesture behind Doug uh, Glanville during a TV report. He claims to have been playing the circle game. So this guy, this reporter was reporting, and behind him, the guy did yeah, the symbol. Yeah, the circle game, and you do that, and you punch someone. And he, and he claimed he was playing the circle game, which, if you look at that sort of, uh, that uh, prank sort of thing, it's above it, or that, according to that okay sort of sign. Yeah, the circle game, Malcolm in the Middle. Remember Malcolm in the yeah. Middle episode? And every, everyone after the next day at school was playing it. It was a yeah. great, great, great sort of time. But he was banned from Wrigley Field for doing the symbol. Which just goes... To, and they blurred the OK symbol when it was shown on TV. Fuck off! Dead fucking set. Fuck off, get out of here. Dead set. I'm going to start my own own news channel and it's going to be politically incorrect. <laughs> and I'm not going to apologize for it. Yeah, you have to. And if people get upset, I'm going to make them more upset. Yeah. You got to do I'm it. I'm going to troll them and then terrorize them. It's fantastic. Make them upset. I'm sh- I, I I can't believe it. So anyway, a uh, bit of this symbol to you, Kieran. <laughs> Anytime you want, apparently. That is just stupid. That is just People are idiots if they I think believe I, that. I think I've discussed 4chan pranks on this show before. Like, you have. Uh, and what a great 4chan prank. It's, but, a gr- it's a great prank. People actually take that seriously and can't actually decipher that he's actually trying to do an OK symbol for Are You OK? Yeah. And no way in hell is that linked to white power. No. No. Uh, and you're going to go down that pathway. Like, fuck off. Don't waste my time. Incredible. As I would say to a student, get out of my office. <laughs> go. See you later. Don't waste my time. Oh, incredible stuff. I, 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 was, go, when go, I saw it, like I said, when I saw it first time, I'm like, okay, this is a good piece go of Go complain. Sat- this is a good Report piece me. of satire. I don't care. No, this is this was <laughs> another thing I saw. Oh, this is this was an actual Onion article. Um, I'll pull it up. And it's the, the headline was, YouTube rushes to shut down school shooters' account over copyright complaints. And, I, and I'm like... That sounds like a real article. And everyone in the comments like, um, Onion, when did you stop writing satire? Mm-hmm. And I left a comment saying, you know, um, you know, this is not satire and stuff like that. But absolutely incredible. Like, I think that the Onion is more true than, <laughs> than most of the news out there. And I was uh, listening to an old podcast with the Serious Coconuts who was on a couple of episodes mm. ago. And he used to intern at the at the onion. at the onion back no in the way. day. Yeah, yeah. He interned that when he was like seventeen or something like that. And he was like, "Yeah, if the headline wasn't funny, then we didn't write the article. Like the headline was the only thing we really had to write. Yeah, but the headline had to be a hundred percent. Yeah. And that headline, 
perfect piece of satire. Yeah. Incredible sort of stuff. Oh, that's fair enough. I, and, and that's how the What's Only Bugle does it too. I mean, that's... <laughs> I, mean, talk about I love the Watsonia Bugle. I, I think the, that is true journalism um, at its oh, at its finest. That's it. Okay, you got one more article for us? I, I, I do, and it and it's a bit of a serious one. Oh, okay. A bit of a, a, bit of a serious one. I'm glad one. we talked about white supremacy just before this. Um, <laughs> uh, we've all seen it, Doctor. I was looking at one right now. Oh, boy. Fucking <laughs> 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 terrible. Oh, that's terrible. Um, but then no, no, this, is, this is probably more of a public service announcement. Don't visit your doctor in the afternoon. Right. Doctors have been found to suffer from decision fatigue. Mm. And in fact, a study has been conducted, right, that has found that doctors order fewer breast and colon cancer screenings for patients later in the day compared to first thing in the morning. Yep. Absolutely. So don't see the doctor in the afternoon. Uh, by the afternoon, the rates are 10 to 15% lower. And the probable reasons the doctors are running late or they have decision fatigue. Well, decision fatigue is a really serious thing. So decision fatigue just means that after a certain amount of uh, decisions that you make during the day, yeah. you become flustered. So the first decisions you make during the day are easy. And the more decisions you make during the day, the less confident you are with each one. And that was a similar sort of study I remember reading years ago, saying that judges for parole boards are like that. Mm-hmm. So in the morning, they all agree, like, you know, on a panel, they all agreed... Yep, this person should go. Or this person should stay in the prison. By the end of the day, there was like almost a fifty-fifty split within the room of what they should do per person yeah. and stuff like that. And decision fatigue not only affects people like that, but it affects poor people uh-huh. in shopping centres. Oh, I bet because, like you know, not that we're super well off, but we're well off to go. You know, what? I'm just going to buy this. It's not too bad. Like I'm going to buy this brand of. Whereas more uh, less well-off people, because they've got to make a decision on everything, they go, oh, can I afford to buy this brand over this brand? Or I need this, but no, I can't afford that because of money constraints. By the end of their shop, they're so fatigued from making decisions. Those impulse buys at the supermarket, like at the end of the, like the grocery, when you're putting stuff on the conveyor mm. belt, they're just instantly grabbing it. Because they're like, oh, it's easy just to go yes rather than trying to think it over. Yeah. Super interesting sort of piece of stuff. But decision fatigue. But, and, that's, and that's why people like, you know, I lay my clothes out for the next day in the morning, uh, the night before. So in the morning, I just put them on. I don't have to think, mm-hmm. you know. And the less decisions you make. You know what I mean? Jeff Bezos. CEO he does that sort of, of stuff. Amazon. Three decisions in a day. That's it. Yep. work. Yep. That's it. Job's done. Incredible. He said he just needs to make three important decisions. Yep, that's it. Yeah, and you should really limit yourself. You know, think about it. Are you okay? You know, give your mate the, the white supremacist symbol and that's how you end a podcast. Kieran, thank you so much for another fantastic episode of the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's always good to have you in the studio, man. It's always good to have you in the studio. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, studio is much better than Skype. Yeah. 
But we'll get there. We'll get there. Another episode's coming out hopefully this weekend. We'll see how we go. Yeah, it'll be up. Up, up in the oh, uh, Last weekend by the time this one this one comes out. But for all your wanking needs out there, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you'd like to send us some uh, some hate mail, a death threat, or a rant, just record it or email it uh, uh, on your... F- just email us <laughs> any way you want at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, let's keep losing some weight. That's it. I can't wait. So three three more weeks three to go. Three more weeks, yeah, for sure. And then we'll see all you lovely wankers next Thursday. <laughs>